A-League Podcast is in the building, man. Coming from Atlanta, Georgia. We got Rashad in the building. Jeremy's here. David is here. And Keem is here. Fellas, what's going on, man, this morning? How y'all feeling? Hawks just won last night. We're going to talk about that, obviously. Cleveland, upset. Beat Boston the other day. I don't know if that's an upset, whatever it is. 2-1 against them. Uh, how y'all feeling about these wins this week, man? Where is this? Where can this Atlanta Hawks team be every single game? Like, I know that they're going to have off games, of course, you know, from time to time to time. But it's like, will the real Atlanta Hawks please stand up? Please stand up. Please stand up. <laughs> Everybody mean, went on. I mean, the thing is, I don't think most fans even expected during this streak here because we're playing, we got Boston, got Cleveland twice, uh, Indiana, and Charlotte. I think a lot of people beforehand would have thought the way they were looking before. They could easely go 0-5. Is that 0-5? That's five games, right? Am I getting my math right? So, I mean, this is – I think last night definitely surprised me more than the Boston one. I think we just match up well against Boston. I think we can all kind of agree on that. That's not – shouldn't be a shocker anymore. Rashad's been saying for the longest he, th- he thinks that we can beat Boston if it was a series um, from, like, episode – I don't know what episode that was. But I think Boston's just a good matchup. And just, like, it's a rivalry, right? And I think they play similar styles. So that win, I don't think – surprised too many people but the margin of victory was very very surprising given that boston was coming from a back-to-back i get that uh fair enough but they do want that number one seed and they played all their players um that was an impressive win to me just for how they out rebounded boston uh once again horford was a no-show so i guess they did a good job of howard did a good job of containing horford got to give him credit for that and then obviously the big story there is torian man torian prince once again like david said a couple podcasts ago was that we had to start him. And I think from here on out, Torian should start every single game. And there should be no question. Even when Thabo gets back, I think Thabo should come off the bench and Torian should be the starter. How do y'all feel? Yeah, it sounds good to me. I mean, I look back to 2014-15 season when, you know, you had you had Bazemore as the backup guy off the bench. You know, that's his role. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, I... Apparently, because I like tried to look up like what made Bays look so you know what justified his fifteen plus mil a year deal, and just supposedly he went off on Boston last year in the playoffs, mm-hmm. uh, hitting threes. I remember you sent that, yeah. And I just, yeah. but yeah, like Prince is definitely uh, Prince has definitely been impressive. But you know, I just as far as these wins, I mean, I just look at it, you know, as you know this time of year where Mr. Underdogs are trying to are starting to show up. You know, you look at you know last night Phoenix beat Oklahoma City. Yep, and you know it's pretty, pretty. You know, so pretty this, is, this, so this, pretty much this time of year, you're saying like it's probably dangerous for any top team. You know, like it, like these games are like trap games in a certain way. Even though Boston did play all their people, but it is still a trap game because these teams have nothing to lose. Even though I mean Atlanta is obviously playing for something, but for us not to play what Schroeder last night, Millsap, Howard, Thabo. It was kind of a trap game for the Cavs, but still, you got to give them credit, you know? Like, I mean, yeah, it's a big I mean, win. It's, I mean, it's good. You know, it's good for them to get a win against Cleveland. Good mm-hmm. confidence booster. Yeah, definitely. You know, uh, I mean, was, you know, the rotation definitely be cut shorter. So, I mean, I guess I guess these guys that did play last night, they're probably, this is probably oh. their chance to shine. They're probably, this is their, this I think their, this their playoffs right here. So Delaney, for sure, is going to get, he's, I think he's the most obvious one that's going to get out of the rotation there. Just with Calderon, how well Calderon's been. But yeah, I can see it, yeah. It's like Ryan Kelly at like 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm su- well, first I was just surprised they brought Ryan back, period. I, did, I didn't think that was going to happen after they cut him earlier, but yeah. Um, I think the opposite is possible. You know, um, I don't think the rotation should be cut now. I think the rotation should be expanded a little bit because mm. a night like last night, it just kind of proves that you got guys on your bench that can play. 
and be ready at any moment. There are professional guys on that bench. And when you're dealing with that kind of team, the Hawks don't really have a star guy. But uh, no one – there's nothing wrong with coming at teams in waves and eventually tiring teams out. Like a team to, like Toronto that maybe goes maybe eight, nine deep. The Hawks can go 10, 11 deep and with guys that can do the same thing. So – Especially I feel like with, the, no, especially with Calderon and Delaney. And Delaney, like, right? Those two, they're different because like Calderon's good for offense and Delaney's and then, good for defense. And they complement each and other. They complement, yeah. All so the pieces point. down the bench also complement each other. Yes. Like guys yes. like Bays, if you pair Bays with the with the Mike Dunleavy, or you pair Bays with a Torian Prince, and you slide. You can, these guys are mixed and matchable. Yeah, and in for the sure. playoffs, that that will be something that I haven't really thought about the Hawks all year having, but that that's something that's going to be. Could be sneaky, an advantage for the yeah. Hawks down the road. Um, how do you how do you feel about Millsap coming off the bench? How does everybody feel about that? How I think you? you should keep it like it is for really? now, at no, least okay. for the first few games of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I mean, because mm-hmm. all that would do is just disrupt what they've got going. This they seem to have clicked on something these last few games, and it's a bit of a surprise. I I, <laughs> I really did not see <laughs> nah. this coming. I mean, the Nets. That's honesty. The Nets. Yeah. The Nets pretty much destroyed them, but then. You see, yeah, I saw right. that. I saw them get something together these last two games. What do we have for the season? We have versus the Cavs two and one. So you know, Celtics two and one, Raptors two and one, uh, Wizards we're one and three against them, Pacers one and one, Bucks two and one, and the Bulls two and one. Uh, so like, but like we've always how the NBA is. Obviously, matchups mean a lot, um, but I, I do like Millsap coming off the bench for now. And I think, and I think for him, his health wise, and I think it, it took like a little bit of adjustment. We're gonna have that in like one of the audio clips we're gonna play, but he did say it kind of took. It was awkward for him to come off the bench because it kind of messes with your rhythm. But it seems like for Torian, when he starts, he has better numbers when he starts. I think he's like he's definitely averaging like at least four or five more points starting um, than coming off the bench, and it just seems like he's he's definitely destined to be the starter even next season. I mean, it's pretty obvious. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, there's another thing I noticed just, um, I think, yeah, like what you wrote, you know, you wrote for, uh, that um, the Hawks play better faster, you know, like you have oh, yeah, yeah. You have Dwight out and they finally have, you know, spread the floor out with yeah. a stretch, stretch five, you know, it's just so. And Torian yeah. can do, like, Torian's good, like he's interchangeable. You know, all the guys they have, like you said, in that, in that stretch role is interchangeable. You can put, they have Ursa at the five sometimes, you know. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, get that, you know, get the guard space to drive in the paint stuff, you know, mm-hmm. rather than try to. I mean, like, yeah, it worked. The whole big line worked against Boston. You know, you got, you know, they just like how Atlanta's been for the past couple of years. Yeah. You know, you put a, you kill them in rebounding. You know, that's that's their kids. They'll, you know, lead the fast break points and stuff. And but like Cleveland, teams like Cleveland, you know, definitely that's you know you need that space. You know, be able to, you know, Dennis and Dennis Torian, all these guys be able to drive in the paint. True, true. No, yeah, I think that's the biggest advantage over Boston why people keep getting surprises. I think inside game, it's just they can't account for Millsap and obviously Dwight Howard. And the funniest thing was, and Rashad was there, was the whole matchup between Howard and and, and Al was like the crowd was getting into it, like picking – I'm not not picking sides, like ex-girlfriend versus your new girlfriend or something. Like well, every time Howard was like on – Horford or do something against Horford, the crowd was like, everybody was into it. And, like, I, the funniest thing was when Al was coming, I think he got inserted back into the game, and then Howard was on the bench, and then Coach Bud went and got Howard, and the crowd went, like, crazy. Like, it was so funny. to see. Like, I didn't think people cared that much about Horford versus Howard, but yeah. I, evidently, yeah. Nah, yeah it's on a, Twitter all summer. You saw, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, no, I didn't think they would actually – well, yeah, they got into that fight in Boston, like, the last matchup, but yeah. – this one was like more obvious. I don't know. Like they were like Howard was definitely going at like 
Al, this was pretty. I don't know. I don't know if it was personal, but it seemed pretty obvious he wanted. Yeah, well, it was just he, easy money for him. You know, when when everybody talking about Boston all year, you know, Boston did, Boston that, every day. Al Horford makes Boston an elite team, and you know you're better than Al Horford, and Al Horford didn't want to play with you because he thought you better. were, you know, you made teams worse. Dwight Howard, he did it all about himself, and you know, Dwight Howard had something to prove. He dominated him in Boston. They kicked him out the game for no reason in the third quarter, and then he came back and dominated him again back in Atlanta. I mean, it is what it is. Dwight has had something to prove pretty much all season. At the beginning of the year, he was turning up. Everybody's like, wow, the Hawks and Dwight Howard. And then Dwight kind of faded away, and he was putting up empty stats where he was coming up with 14 points, 12 rebounds, uh, 12 rebounds, 14 points. Yeah, You know, it, and it was just, you know, People started doubting him again. Dwight Howard, uh, this is what the Hawks do. This is what Dwight Howard does every year. And, you know, Dwight is like, yo, I'm still an, an, an elite player. I'm a Hall of Fame player. That's what he said. He said, I'm all of these things. People need to start respecting me for the career that I've had. And we're going into the playoffs. So Hawks ain't done yet because we beat all of these teams that y'all talking about that's elite. Yeah, and I see. Man, it's regular season. It is. I mean, it doesn't matter, bro. Like, yeah. Boston – Boston can't match up with the Hawks. Yeah, let's talk in the playoffs, man. And I'm talking about the. I'm talking about in the playoffs. Maybe Cleveland matches up better with the Hawks than they have in the regular season. Maybe Cleveland, but not Boston. Boston can't match up with them boys. <laughs> <laughs> they really can't. But the the key nope. the key is really uh, my last thing is Hardaway. If Hardaway plays well, well about, yeah. it, it all rides and dies on Tim Hardaway. Is he the closer? Yeah. Is he our closer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, I don't, I don't well, he, he, he always gets the last shot now. He does, exactly. So, I, I mean, know. it is what it is. But he's so inconsistent. When I mean, no, uh, as Hardaway goes, the Hawks go. Regardless of what Torian Prince did, regardless of what Dwight Howard's doing, if a Hardaway don't put up 20-plus, yeah. they don't have a chance. Hardaway had 15 in the fourth yesterday. Without he, his 15, we don't he win had, the game. He had, yeah. uh, I think, 23 against yeah. Boston. And that was a quiet 23 because everybody's quiet. looking at Torian and Dwight. Yeah, yeah very And quiet. Millsap. Yes. He's been, and he started that game. That's another thing is should, from here on out, Torian and Tim start. And I think that just going to the playoffs, I'm fine with that. You got to just put – I think you put your best lineup – not even best, but – your most explosive line. Start the there. bench. Yeah, go out there first. I don't. I, my biggest thing with Timmy is, like you said, is the consistency, the defense. Um, those are two areas he hit. You know, he's still working on, which is fine. But no, I love that. At least he wants to take the last shot, or he wants like the the moment. Tim wants the moment. Like, and I, I can respect. I can't say that for every other hog except Millsap. But other than that, Tim actually probably wants to take the shot. Millsap is taking most of the time. We're going to Millsap if we're going to if it's a fourth quarter late shot. We're going to go to Millsap. That's usually the first play call that Bud's going to do, which makes sense. I get it. But in this day and age, you need a. I mean, it's going to have to be a guard. I think it's always been NBA like that. You need a guard to take the last shot, and Tim's going to take the last shot. You can't have Dennis do it because Dennis is either going to drive or he's going to try to take a pull up three. He doesn't. It's no mid range with him right now. Um, but Timmy, yeah, I, lo- I love the way Tim looks, man. And I don't know, he just plays with such a good pace, man. Like, you need him and Torrin. They play with some kind of energy. Like, they at least push the tempo some degree. I, I can't stand when the Hawks try to do the safe pass, 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 wait, wait. No, no, it doesn't work. You got to push the you got to push the tempo. So yeah, especially I, nowadays yeah. in today's NBA, as we talked about on many different occasions, how it's much more guard driven. Yes. And I feel like you know, going back to the you know to the win that they got against Boston, I also feel like the Hawks, you know, to you know to be honest, they kind of caught Boston at exactly the right time because, like you said, they were well, off the fair. back and they were off the yeah. back to back, and they came off that 
that lost to Cleveland, mm. you know. So, you know, so that was, you know, I feel like that was in many ways an emotional letdown because I feel like that was Boston's chance to kind of, you know, maybe prove themselves to the rest of the NBA. Like, okay, we ain't scared of Cleveland. Yeah. Like, okay, we, we're going to actually, you know, challenge Cleveland. And if it's us and Cleveland in, you know, in a seven-game series in the Eastern Conference Finals, you know, we can either challenge them to seven or potentially maybe even beat them. And then they got beat. And then the Hawks played Boston. And, you know, I feel like that that was, you know, somewhat of an emotional letdown. But, hey, it yeah, was, a, you know, was a big was, win. I know. I thought Boston was going to come out better. I just did. Right. I, I just I just predicted they were going to come out at least shooting better threes. But that didn't happen, evidently. But, I mean, Hawks Boston didn't have their wasn't rest. that good from the jump, man. Ha- Isaiah Thomas. You don't get 50 wins Isaiah Thomas. You don't Isaiah get Thomas. Wins you got to have 50 Isaiah get Thomas. 50. Mm-hmm. Isaiah Thomas and the Boston Celtics had a hot streak in January. Mm-hmm. That's all they had. That's not all. That's, that's all a big deal. Yeah. Come on, man. Rashad, fifty Come wins on. is no. Boston Rashad. isn't that good. You can't good. knock them. You can't they're, knock them. They're, they're yeah. just like they're a step above what they were last year. Yeah, they're not that good. Yeah, but you're comparing it to a matchup against us, which I get. No, you can be as as confident as you want against them as far as being from a Hawks perspective. But I'm right. talking about all around. No, Boston's a good team, dude. Yeah, they're, Boston, like, they're a good team. Boston is decent. They're He's, they're just they're like because you're, they're, no. they're, they're a step above what they were last year. And they almost beat the Hawks last year. Yeah, with no Avery, <laughs> with no Avery Bradley and Jared Sullinger and well, Amir Johnson. Started. They were a shot or two away from beating the Hawks last year. That was a close Stop. series. We can't act like that was like we just handedly just like beat them. them. We didn't yeah, handedly beat like, them. That was a tough series, dude. Yeah, yeah. That was back and well, forth. Well, and Boston, even in the games of Boston, Boston that was a tough game. Boston and the Hawks are head to head though. They they're on the same no, level. No, they're not. They're on the same. There's the Cavaliers, and then. There's a tier below, then there's the Celtics, the Toronto Raptors, and the Washington Wizards, and then there's the Hawks, Pacers, Heat, Bulls, Bulls, Knicks, all those teams, and the Hawks are Damn, at, the the Knicks? at the leading, they're <laughs> Knicks? the leading bunch of that group. I love it, I love it. The Wizards are better than the Celtics. And right now, we're matched up against the Wizards, so uh, we need to be focused, well, looks like, need to be focused on that. That's yeah. I think that's going to happen. Likely. I mean, I don't know about sun- tomorrow. Well, they're they, they going to lose that series, obviously. But if we play Washington, yeah, that's not a good we, matchup. We can't beat Washington and we can't beat Miami in a seven-game series. Thank gosh, you know. I think Miami's out. Miami. No, think- Miami's still in it. Really? Yeah, it, it, everybody's still in it. I thought oh, yeah. Charlotte, yeah. Charlotte yeah. is still in it. Yeah, Charlotte's still in it too. It, 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 every, every, everybody's separated by about two games. Yeah. Now, the yeah. Washington one just scares everybody because, I mean, it's just clearly John Wall, and then they have too many shooters. And then yeah. and Bradley Bill's not hurt anymore. <laughs> so that's behind him, and he's on. he's been really balling this year. Talking about him, people saying most improved maybe and all that kind of stuff. And then they just have a, they have a lot of shooters. Their bench, though, is where we could get them at because I don't think Washington's that deep. And that's um, where the, and that's the only advantage I would say we could yeah. we could probably take advantage. You know, Miami, if we leave Millsap on the bench, then that's something to talk about. But yeah, Miami's one game back. Miami's one game. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's just uh, I mean, the Hawks. I mean, I could be optimistic about them and stuff, but it's just I really don't have high expectations for them. Like it's just. So you think the first round uh, they match up against Washington? What would you say? Four two, five one. I mean, five, four one. two. Five four one. Four I said one. five. I would one. say four one. <laughs> four one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just, I mean, I just, but that's when the Hawks play the best though. When you have low expectations, when you have for them. Low. like last night, the last two games. Like I expect yeah. them to get blown out. Yeah. And they come out and blow the, uh, the, uh, the Boston and the top two teams in the East. They just blow them out. I just got. I just got to see how they be in the, on the big stage. You know, yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, yeah. it's gonna it's gonna be the time where you know the leaders got to stand up. You know, because they can. You know, Hawks are inconsistent. You know, like they they're the type of team that can beat Cleveland. 
and then lose to the Phoenix Suns the next game. Yeah, no, that's and, how it's been all year. And yeah. it's just, um, I'm curious to see, like, you know, this is the stage, you know, like, you know, supposedly bring Bright, bring Dwight in. So, you know, just like, is he going to stick his chest out, try to be a leader with Dennis? Will Dennis follow behind that, or will he yeah. try to be, you know, because it's just that, like. That, that's how you lose. If Dwight going to try to play hero ball and well, be something that he's not and not play, try to step outside of his role to be the, the superhero to try to prove everyone wrong, that's where the Hawks go wrong in the playoffs. Yeah. It, but and, Dwight's and numbers are good in the playoffs, though. One thing, we got to give him credit for that. He's right, always, right, he's right. throughout his career, his numbers right, right. are always Especially good in Especially in Houston. Especially, Especially in Houston. He and did people, good. No one wants to talk credit. about that, but in Houston, yep. in the playoffs, Dwight Howard showed up. He did. But, I mean, the Hawks just don't match up well with Washington, regardless of big stage, small stage, preseason, mm-hmm. regular season, summer league. The uh, Hawks just don't match up well with Washington. Well, yeah. the, yeah, I and mean, and, and that's why they're going to lose against Washington. It's not going to be because they shrunk, they choked. It's not going to – they just – they're not – they don't yeah. match up well. They don't, you know. We don't match up well with teams that are that they are long. Shoot. They can shoot and they have playmakers, right? Right. Like, like if you like have uh, all those, Milwaukee. It's like we can't like Milwaukee. Yeah. I mean, even yeah, though right. we've won that series this season, but <clears throat> not my bad. But yeah, but it's like yeah. But overall, it's like I, I think that game I realized that was the Utah game. Remember, we beat Utah. Handed us man. Both losses this year, we lost to Utah. Were ugly and were just flat out blowouts. But the second one in Atlanta was when. When I was actually, you know, able to watch, and I was like, man, I can see where how teams pick them apart so easily. Like it's just, especially when you have enough length, and yeah, they had Boris Diaw and, and Gordon Hayward and all those guys. But those guys are like willing to make the extra pass, and they all can shoot. And yeah. it's just like giving, and then you know they make the skip pass over the top of the defense. It just gives the Hawks defense such a tough time that when you play teams like that. And then I saw, you know, Washington came in there and blew us out by like twenty. And they, the same exact concept. It's just too much length, and then they can shoot, and they're athletic. So what what can you do? And but, I think that oh, wait, in wait. many ways, the you know, from a fan's perspective, I think going into these, you know, going into these playoffs, I think, say that you know, if the Hawks were to lose in the first round, mm-hmm. say if that were to happen, and not only that, but also if Dwight Howard were not ha- to have a, you know a really good playoffs, Decent, even though, yeah. like you said, you know, even though his his numbers are pretty good in the playoffs, I think the frustration from fans is going to be how come Dwight Howard does not play with more of a chip in his shoulder in the playoffs, given the fact that he's been one of the premier players in the league for the last 10 years, Mm -hmm. and one would think, okay, is Dwight Howard really all that motivated? Like, I remember, you know, I remember, you know, his his Twitter would say, after the ring. So, Mm -hmm. you know, one would think that he would be, you know, a lot more motivated and that he would be playing with a chip on his shoulder, kind of like what Durant had when he went to Golden State. So I think that if that were to be the scenario that plays out, the question that will be be among Hawks fans is... is, was he playing with the, with enough like, with enough intensity? fire yeah, yeah. with enough intensity because does he want it on his ring? And there's game there's been games this season. I think we all can admit just watching that you, I mean, it, you know that question kind of went through your head a little bit. Like, is he look kind of disinterested? You know, a lot of times. And I get that it's a long season, and there was a point there where he wasn't getting the ball as much. I think Dwight is easily like every big man. They're yeah. sensitive. You got to coddle them. So uh, there were times where he wasn't getting the ball enough a game. Like last two months, his. The field goal attempts definitely drop, so I can get it. But there's times where this season I, I kind of question it too. Like, ah, right, he looks like he's just not into it this game. Okay, come back again. Looks like he's not interested this game. Um, and it kind of it scares you, but at the same time, then there's always a trend with him. Like we said, towards the end of the season, it seems like he always he starts to pick it up. Like throughout his career, he seems to pick it up towards the end. And when the pressure gets there, I mean, I know people want to kill him for it. Like he's not there when it matters the most. But I think Dwight handles pressure like especially media pressure when everybody's getting on him, 
about his play. I think he handles it pretty well. I got to give him credit for that, at least. It, he might not – he's not going to blow you away and do what Shaq wants him to do, 30 and 16 or whatever that number is that Shaq keeps throwing out there for, like, the last 10 years, which is not going to happen. But he still is out there, and he's dominating, like, his, his, his matchup. I'll give him that at least. But, yeah, I don't – the Dwight questions, I hope that we don't have to go through that this summer because it's, <laughs> it's been enough. There's been enough money put towards him and, and all this hype. It, it wouldn't help the, the team at all. It wouldn't help the city. And he experienced more media pressure, I feel like, in L.A. when he was playing in a big market. Exactly. And, right. And, and on here top we should do else, that. Yeah, go ahead. There was, there's also the added – you know, there's also the added element of him, you know, coming back to his yeah, hometown. Exactly. Yeah. So that's something people wouldn't want to kill him. We, as a, being a Rashad, as much as I know you're like the most optimistic Hawks fan, do you want to? Is there any time with you you want to? You have any issue with with Dwight? Do you? Is there any blame that? First what off, amount of blame does he get if we don't get past the first? First round? off, the most optimistic uh, optimistic Hawks fan. Yeah, you are. I yeah, give you that. That's are. a good time. Yeah, it is. I think that's a good thing. No, no. Yeah. No, you are yeah, you okay. Said, you said Dwight stop cleaning. No, you got you got. He's the only one in the East that has proved he could beat LeBron. LeBron James. That's good though, but that's a good. I'm giving that's a that's a compliment. No, You're no. <laughs> you, got, you, got, you got Garrett Brown. You got my boy Phil. Phil, what up? You, Phil? you got some. Uh, you got some folks out there, man. That. All right, but uh, what was the question again? No, no, just about how much. Oh, so you care? <laughs> you're trying to say that you're up there among the most optimistic Hawks fans. You're up there, yeah. That's it. Uh, I don't know. No, no, no. I'm just saying that. Would you? How much blame does Dwight get if we don't? If we, if we lose? Yeah, if we get, you know, past the first round. Okay, if is it's, it his fault? If it's Washington, I don't think it's you know because you keep saying that we're gonna Washington yeah, is not. Yeah, a good, they, yeah we all agree gonna, it's not a good but, matchup. But but yeah. but, if, but if it's a first round matchup that they can win, like Toronto or. Say Boston. Oh, that's not what's well, not gonna happen. Boston, Boston, Boston yeah, happen, yeah, but, ba- ba- Boston yeah. won't happen. Mm-hmm. I, I was trying to think. I was like Toronto. Yeah, that's really Boston. between those two. Okay, yeah. uh, if it's not Toronto or Boston, okay, uh, you know, then <laughs> I, I, I don't think you can blame. Well, if we get swept, if we get swept, yeah, okay, there, there's gonna be some blame put on okay, Dwight okay, Howard because he he's the biggest face of the team. Okay, like even though Paul Millsap is known as the he's quote the be- unquote the star, he is the best the, player. The best player. He is. Uh, Dwight Howard is the face of the team, yes. so Dwight Howard's going to catch all that flag. Okay. If Deserving, you saying deser- you saying deservingly too? Right, right. right. Deserve- okay, if they okay. get swept okay. in the first round, yeah, 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 that's bad. Okay, you, you deserve all these jokes. I don't think, regardless of who the Hawks play in the first round, I don't think they're getting swept. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Lose, I wouldn't say. I don't yeah. think they're getting swept. No, no, no. no. I think. I think, I think people need to put in perspective of what Dwight Howard is. I mean, he's not. When people think he's supposed to take over and do be this guy that leads a team to a playoff win, mm-hmm. a playoff. You have to realize he's not a guard. Uh, people try to put him in that category of a superstar with LeBron James and James Harden and Michael Jordan. Th- those guys had the ball in their hands every play. With Dwight, you have to surround him with players. So mm-hmm. I can't blame him for anything, nor can I give him credit for anything because he's not – the way the NBA is played today, he's not going to make that much of an impact impact an entire series. I mean, he can be a factor, but – him winning a series by himself, or, not at this point in his career. No, yeah. even when, even if he, if Dwight from ten years ago played in the NBA today, he would still only make as much impact as the NBA style would allow him to. He wouldn't make the impact of a guard or or small forward. If you have, if you give him shooters, though, right? Isn't yeah. we That's agree what I'm with saying. that? Yeah, That's yeah. You saying okay? So even if you give, like, the thing is, because I don't know if he. 
it's going to be weird with the blame he gets this summer, or I mean, if we don't get past because the way the team was constructed, right? We, we, yeah. They kind of just threw him, you know, like they threw I, him in it, and it's like he doesn't fit in it defensively really that right. well. And then even offensively, people are like, well, what the heck's wrong? But it's like he's playing with Dennis, who was a first-year starter, and still trying to figure it out. And then there's not enough shooters, right? So it's like, what do you really – how much does he deserve as far as the blame for for this, for not right. living up to – you know, that's the only thing then, I'm like yeah. – And then the comparison to Shaq, like – Yeah, I mean, that's – First of all, yeah. Shaq was great, but when have you ever seen Shaq take a last shot? Yeah, no. It doesn't happen. Big man don't do Big that. Big man don't yeah. do that. No, no, so okay. even Shaq can say, oh, he's supposed to average 30, he's supposed to do this, he's supposed to do that. Well, you you need to back up a minute and realize that centers don't that ain't their lane. Yeah, not anymore. So, yeah. uh, David always says that what Cat, Embiid, uh, all these guys are like these are the new what you know that's the new wave. And like, they don't you, even take the final shot. And they, yeah, their so, guards <laughs> take the shot. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, and Shaq played on teams where he also had Robert Ori on those Lakers teams. I love how he forgets that he loves to forget that Ori made a lot of those big shots. And, and Dwayne Wade. Uh, and Dwayne Wade. So yeah. <laughs> but real quick, can we let's do our, our clips for the week? Um, we got some sound bites. From the Hawks, Coach Bud, talking about different things here. A lot of it's just, you know, wanting to have Paul available and stay within kind of, you know, where we feel, you know, we want to build him up as, as you know, we play these last four or five games. And um, I think we want to stay disciplined about it. And, um, you know, keeping Paul healthy is, you know, our number one priority. And so you just, you know, if, if you're going to keep his minutes, you know, um, in a reasonable area and you start him, Lots of times they end up sitting on the bench for a long time, or you may not have them at the end of the game if you're going to stick to your plan. And um, so, you know, and all that, you know, was, you know, he practiced well with the, with the second group the other day. I thought the second group in practice was great, and it kind of carried over to the game tonight. Mm-hmm. The thing with us, um, I think we play to the level of the talent. So when we play good teams, we play very well. When we play bad teams, we play very bad. Um, but that's one thing with this team, we have a lot of vets that can just click and just turn it on like that, as you can see. Uh, this is a big game for them, also for us. So, um, like I said, when everybody's clicking, and we're all got it going, and we're really good. As a team? I think so. Um, but somehow we, we tend to play pretty good basketball against them. For whatever reason. And, you know, I think if we can take how we play against them and take it to Cleveland tomorrow, we'll be fine. You know, it's easier said than done, but um, they bring out the best in us. I think these uh, three days did, were, were huge for us just to get in the practice uh, facility and get uh, get some uh, practice time with one another. Uh, Coach really emphasized in practice just moving the ball, uh, uh, making sure we uh, take great shots, pass a good shot for great shots, and uh, um, just keep on locking down on defensive end and starting to box out and letting us guards and uh, the bigs clean up rebounds. Were you happy with the pace you guys played with this game? Yeah, I think we're, I was happy with the pace. Uh, we knew they were going to make their runs uh, down the stretch, and uh, we just had to maintain it. Uh, uh, Dennis was great with the ball in his hands today, uh, just facilitating, being smart with the with the, uh, with the ball. Um, everybody was just strong in there, grabbing rebounds, helping Dwight out. And, um, I mean, the ball was moving today, and that's what we liked. And everybody was running the lanes and getting easy baskets in transition. Yeah, I mean, they're just keeping two guys. I mean, they're, they're, they're trying to stop me, I guess, and stop me. Um, I mean, there's nothing new I haven't seen. Just the way the game's going right now. I mean, they're definitely trying to do everything they can to, to limit me. And, um, but I'm going to keep going. That last one was Isaiah Thomas after uh, Thursday night's game. 
uh, saying how the Hawks were able to contain him by putting two people on him. But from the beginning, oh, it was Coach Bud. That was the first sound by DeAndre Bembry, rookie DeAndre Bembry, talking about how they played to the level of their competition, um, followed by Paul Millsap talking about matching up with Celtics and how well they match up against them, and then followed by Tim Hardaway Jr. Um, before Isaiah Thomas. So sound bites from the week, from the Hawks. We're going to do that every single episode. Uh, interesting. I think DeAndre pretty much hit it on the nail there. And it's always fun with other guys who are, I guess you don't see, they don't get as many minutes, but they're kind of always the most honest uh, to a degree. So I think DeAndre saying that was it wasn't shocking, but I was happy that somebody finally actually admitted it. I know the other guys probably think it, but it's it's obvious how the Hawks play against some of the elite teams in the league. Um, and we have, what, three more games left for the season? Yeah. Um, 41 wins right now. Uh, there's uh, there's no obviously no chance they're going to get the fourth spot, but uh, you guys think they're going to hold down the fifth, fifth seed or what? No. 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 You think they'll drop to the sixth? They could probably lose these last three games. Okay. Just because they won the last three. <laughs> oh okay, okay, okay. And, um, and, and that means we match up against. That uh, means that Toronto, 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 which we all are. About okay, which I mean, like all of these teams are separated by two, three games. Two games, okay. So yeah, there's a big chance that Toronto will be the matchup, which I think would would suit. We all, I think we all agree that that, that suits oh, the Hawks best. Yeah. The Damari versus Torian. Yes. Who's, mm-hmm. who's the real DeMar? <laughs> <laughs> who got the longer dress? Who who's got the longer dress? <laughs> that was a Crowder. Who's, Crowder yeah, yeah, we said Crowder, that. It was Crowder. Crowder. It was Crowder. Dress. But I have a question. Go ahead. I know this is a bit off topic. That's what we do at the A-League. Go ahead. Right. Dwight Howard. Is Dwight Howard a Hall of Famer? Yes. Absolutely not. He is. Let, let me read this out. Yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. All-Star. Eight-time All-NBA. Uh, 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 three-time defensive player of the year, mm-hmm. world champion, mm-hmm. uh, gold medal, oh, uh, uh, winner, gold, gold medalist. Me, go yeah. Right, right. <laughs> well, well, you know, <laughs> we're, I mean, we're playing against like high school. Okay, teams okay, teams. all right, all right. World, world championship in 2006, okay. the bronze medal uh, with Joe Johnson. If y'all remember that team, 2007 <laughs> FIBA Americas championship, 2008 Olympics. Gold medal. I know. I'm with you. I just don't like the FIBA. That one just threw me off. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The FIBA. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. You got a dunk champion. Yes. <laughs> five, times, five times NBA rebounds leader. Two times NBA blocks leader. Mr. Georgia basketball. Naismith prep player oh, of the year. Hey, ain't this the basketball Hall of Fame? <laughs> you went to high school? Like, what's up? NBA all rookie first team. NBA all defensive second team. Four-time NBA All-Defensive First Team. Oh, okay, bottom line, he's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> is uh, Matumbo a Hall of Famer? Yeah. Yeah, then he'll be in. Yeah. Yeah, Matumbo got it. They just let McGrady in, too. That's my biggest thing. I, th- I didn't know McGrady was going to make it. So he's I got think a case. now he's kind of. No, he's got a good case. He's no, got I get a real it. good case. My, I was, we were talking with somebody else. I think if McGrady gets in, then Melo definitely gets in now. But yeah, anyway, okay. Howard's that's, a Hall of that's, Famer. That's what I was going to ask you. Is Carmelo a Hall uh, of Famer? Because yeah. they have the same resume. Exactly. They do. So it's. It, I think that Howard's in the Hall of Fame. Obviously, Chris Ball's in the Hall of Fame because people will debate those two should they be in or not because they haven't won yet. Basketball is not the mean, same. Matt, Matt, Melo's the best international player of all time, though. That alone will get him in the Hall of Fame. He's the best FIBA. That. I hate that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that you alone flex will get him in the Hall of Fame. We, we have officially lost nobody. our minds. Wait, so you think Dwight Howard's not a Hall of Famer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Say it. Finish it. Finish yeah, it. Our Krasimir Kosik from uh, Yugoslavia oh, is in the Hall of Fame. 
he, 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 had, he oh, had one man. Olympic gold medal, two oh, wow. world championship Seriously? gold medals, three European club championships, and he was the two-time EuroBasket MVP. Wait, wait, who is this? This is Kersmir Kosic, a hero on and off the court in his native Croatia. Okay, so he's from Croatia. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> uh, so I ain't even heard of this dude, if, man. if this man in the Hall of Fame, Dwight Howard deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Man. Some of these international done. dudes can ball. Yeah, it's true though. I just would never argue that Dwight doesn't deserve it. I don't. I think Jeremy's out of his I mind. Mean, I, I think mean, he's high. I, I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, I'm, he was solid when early in his career. But yeah. I mean, like, I mean, at the end of the day, like, who's gonna think of him as a Hall of Fame? They're like, oh, Dwight was Hall of Fame. They were like, did he get a ring though? That's what exactly. No, it's fair. But yeah. rings don't matter in the NBA because like, there are a lot of players to, without the in, without rings in the NBA. Hey, that's what I'm saying. Rings. Like it doesn't matter. It's he's like a, he's the number one pick. MLB, yeah, but nobody cares though, because like, he's like at this point he's done enough. Like all he's all the awards and all he's done, it doesn't matter like about if he's ever gonna win because first of all he's a big man, right? But who so did we don't he put face? The, it's not like he was a Kobe or who did he face? I don't know. Who, who was he? If going he was against? a Kobe, if he was a Kobe or a uh, small for a shooting guard, like those those guys get harder because they control the game more. Tim I mean, Andrew Bynum. Andrew Bynum. A- Andrew B- y- y'all going to act like Andrew Bynum wasn't hard in 2010. Is that what y'all about to do? He wasn't hard. Yeah, yeah, y'all going to act like Andrew. He's right, though. He's right, though. Y'all playing with Kobe. Y'all going to act like Andrew Bynum wasn't a legit nah, center in 2009. Come on. Don't forget now. No, he was back to There's a reason why he was still in the league five more years than he should have been. I mean, his suit game was nice. I thought his suit game was nice. Yeah. He had the slick back. He had the slick back. He had Tim Duncan I mean, he at the end of his prime, Kevin was, Garnett I thought at the end of his prime. None of those guys are centers. But, uh, but, but they was guarding Dwight when they Dwight's played Dwight's not them. a center, though. Exactly. Dwight's none not a center. Those, none of those guys are We need to understand that. It's Dwight's 6'9". Hakeem Olajuwon, Shaq, none of those guys are those guys. I don't care what you guys say. None of I those mean, guys are that dominant. What's wrong with you? Why are you, uh, why are you this not way? not that dominant. Why are you acting Tim like this? Tim Duncan? I mean, post. I was like, not as a big, not as a center. Not He's not Shaq. He's not Hakeem Olajuwon. He's not Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. The guys who competed against those guys and dominate those guys, if you had told me those numbers in that era, I would be like, oh, my God, he's so great. But he played against me. He was going against seven-footers. He was going against six, eight He played people. against me. He played against me. Come on, dog. He's trying to say he's Tim Duncan ain't a great ain't a great big man. I mean, it's post-prime. I mean, he's the best power forward ever. Yeah. He is. Really Yay. Is and, a, and a top five player of all time. So if Dwight, okay. ended, if Dwight career ended right now, you would be like, all right, that was a good career. And you'll yeah, give him a couple I, claps, and then that's it. He I doesn't just, go to Hall of Fame. No, I, he's not a Hall of Famer to me. He I hasn't would, done anything for basketball. I would just say. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. I, I think just, he's done I, something for basketball, I, but I, maybe I, not on that level. I would just say, like, you know, hopefully nobody says he was, like, the most dominant big man after Shaq retired. Nah. Nah. Heck no. Nah. No, no. That's what I say. I mean, know. who was? Who was? Yeah, who he, was? Was he was supposed to be. Who he, was? Oh, who, who, who was the, the most dominant big man after Shaq retired? Dwight, honestly, here's the thing. It was Dwight by default. No. Okay. Dwight by default. Because y'all mean foot Y'all mean foot messed up. But wait, that's a player. Y'all mean? Y'all mean Y'all mean was a great Yeah, But that's for his contributions, like, internationally. Hey, hey, and Dwight Howard popularized Superman for the new generation. He did. Even though Shaq said that was his thing. No I'm not finna put a player who was great by default in the Hall of Fame. I just can't do it. Yeah, I'm sorry. It. He wasn't yeah, great by not, default. He was, he, he, was, he was the best big oh. man by default. He wasn't great by default. He would have been great regardless because he matched up against the Kevin Garnett's, the Tim Duncan's, and their primes at the end of their primes. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, just, He's not a Hall of Famer. 
It'll Bro, be 10 years before he gets in. Yeah, he won't be, be a, 10 he won't, years. He won't be a I'll first. Two, he, won't, he won't be a first ballot. I'll you know, say two years, maybe. Think about his reputation. It, it, too. How Tracy? Ma- so y'all saying Tracy McGrady had a better career than Dwight Howard? He's yes, more, he's more likely. He averaged thirty. He played smart shooting guard and small. Dwight players. Howard took a team of Vince Carter, Rashad Lewis, JJ Redick, Hito Turkoglu to the NBA Finals. Players. You're naming. You're naming very good players. All those guys are very good players. How many times did Tracy McGrady go to the finals? Well, I mean, but before, but, hey, but before, before, oh, yeah, he, before he yeah, was with once. the Spurs, before <laughs> he was with the Spurs, before he was with the Spurs, and how many times is Dwight gone? Once. We can't keep harping on what, these, how, what happened? on he, these he finals swept, appearances. Right? It is hard to get to the NBA finals. Come on, bro. Everything has to but be the Dwight, right. Dwight was the best yeah. player. LeBron makes it look easy, but it's not. Like we got to stop doing this. All right, it's not Dwight's exactly. fault. He ain't made it. He's a big man. Shaq didn't, wouldn't make it without Kobe and all them boys. There are a lot of players in the he 90s that would have had rings if not for Jordan and Pippen. Oh, yeah. Dwight, should, Dwight should have been in the finals in Houston. Yeah, he should have, but Harden didn't want to give him the ball. No, he was not set them screens. No, Harden didn't want to give him the ball. But without Dwight if, Howard and Josh Smith, the, the Rockets don't even make it to the Western Conference finals half those years. Well, did, did they make it to the Western Conference finals? Yeah, this one time. This one time? Yeah. But he was only there like three years, right? Yeah. Yeah, right. Just set them screens. <laughs> I don't know. I, Dwight Howard making it to the Hall of Fame is just I don't know. I can't I can't put him when I think about ha- Hakeem Olajuwon and Patrick oh Ewing. And, you keep going back to Hakeem Olajuwon. Tracy McGrady averaged 19 points a game for his career. Obviously, towards the end, he has him. Uh, that's when he was washed. The, the great hawk. Yeah, the, the great. The, the honorable right. Tracy McGrady. So his he numbers got his his numbers got a little skewed because he was just getting real washed. Right. Other than that, he was averaging. You know, he averaged nineteen, but he his highest he had thirty two. In 03, he had thirty two points a game. But um, we can all agree that when Tracy McGrady was in his prime, there was no was, touching him as a scorer. Nobody. Yeah, nobody. 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 Yeah, yeah, right. nobody. And, and, and when Dwight Howard was in his prime, there was no touching him as a rebounder. So what is the argument? <laughs> ben Wallace. <laughs> you have no. Ben Wallace. Ben Wallace? <laughs> did, didn't Ben Wallace make yeah. the Hall of Fame this year? Yo. No. no. K, he, he didn't make it? No, that's in 2K. Oh, no. no. <laughs> hey, he, he, he was nominated. He was nominated. I remember that. So I guess he didn't get in this year. But Mutombo. Mutombo won rings. Where, when? Yeah, Ben Wallace didn't get in, but he's des- people say he's deserving of. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was on the Spurs. I mean, he played on a lot of teams. Don't you yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> he, he, he was on the Nets. He, he was on the Nets when they lost a couple times. Ben Wallace just nah, been free Matumbo ain't that old. He won on the Rockets when they won. He, he, was on, he was on the Rockets in 07. Okay. Ben Wallace only yeah. issue, he couldn't make his free throws. He couldn't make his free throws. He couldn't make dunk. a damn free throw, boy. But, yeah. I mean, Heck yeah, but, I mean, Dwight was leading the league in rebounds. No, one of the greatest rebounders of all time. very similar to Matumbo. Right, yeah, that's, right, what, that's, right. What, that's what I say. That, that's why he got it. I just well, say it. It's actually better than Matumbo's because as the best player on the team, he took his team to the finals. He did. He did, and he lost against Kobe. The only one that could prove he could beat, other than, you know, the uh, Rasheed Wallace and them, to prove he could beat LeBron James in the Eastern Conference playoffs. Yeah, I know you're standing on that. No, 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 that's, hold, that's hold, hold on, hold on. The, the Boston fine. Celtics, the Boston Celtics, I want to give them their credit, too. They beat LeBron, too. But yeah, you gotta remember that Cleveland, <laughs> that Cleveland team. But yeah, like yeah. LeBron didn't have a killer instinct back then, and and his teammates right now be in D League. You know, if you look back, it would be in the D League. Like freaking, like was it? Um, Delonte Sasha, West, uh, yeah, Sasha. That, that was his best team. Booby Gibson, always joked. Booby Gibson. That was his best team. Antoine Jameson was just, still averaging a good fifteen. Zatuna Zilgowskis was a couple years away from his All Star years. What they starting? What they starting today is NBA. They had Ben Wallace, Wally Zerbiak. You know, <laughs> <laughs> who? 
Yeah, Booby Gibson. Uh, Booby, I Who? know we know. Larry Hughes. Yeah. Mo Who? Williams. We were talking Mo, about Larry Mo, Hughes Mo, yesterday. Mo Williams was an he all-star. Made, he made him an all-star. Yeah, you're right. Man. LeBron made that boy look no, like no. a star. Hey, what, 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 what did he Mo do in Milwaukee? That. That's why Mo came back to Cleveland. Mo, Mo was averaging like 50 points in Milwaukee. Oh, no, he wasn't averaging. He scored 50 points a couple times when he was No, I know you're talking about. He had that 50-point game. Yeah, well, he had a couple games where he turned up. He turned up every now and then. It was him and Michael Red. They took turns. If Michael Red get 50 points, then Mo Willie get 50 points. <laughs> hey, that hey, that was a good team, man. They had a good backcourt. <laughs> I always joke that that 2017 that LeBron got to the finals. I always joke like on the banner it says 2007 Eastern Conference champion Le- uh, Cle- Cleveland Cavaliers. They should just rip off the Cleveland Cavalier logo oh, and just put LeBron's LeBron face on it because he carried that I team easily. By far, he that was carried that team was playing with a bunch of college players. Thank you. And yeah. Dwight Howard was just a step above that in 2009. He was just a step no, below that he in looked, 2009. He looked up that Boston was hurt that year. There you go. That's between y'all. I'm gonna let y'all yeah, figure that out. Because Garnett got Garnett got <laughs> hurt tired. and Big Baby Davis had to start. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a. Uh, Rashard Lewis against Big Baby. I mean, but they still didn't Orlando still blow him out in that game. I don't think Kevin Garnett makes up for if they if they lost Kevin by Garnett's about twenty huge, points. Kevin Garnett's a huge difference. Kevin Garnett don't make up for a twenty point blowout. <laughs> Look, let's 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 move on to our next <laughs> <laughs> because we're gonna do this. We can do this forever. We got some other topics to hit. We're gonna handle that later, man. Um, Hawks obviously they have Cleveland tomorrow. Um, then to Charlotte, then to finish off the season Wednesday night at Phillips Arena, they're facing the Indiana Pacers, Paul George. Uh, yeah, so we'll see how the season ends, man. Next topic here, we're going to talk about I-85. Update, we talked about it last week. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I was thinking about how Keem said last episode we were taking so many L's. But so we're talking about that I-85 thing, and we're going to talk about the what, – what is the other – the guy who was going throughout Midtown being just a complete maniac, and they finally caught him. Um, but Rashad, you sent like an update on. Is that is this like fact about the attorney being assassinated? I don't know, man, because I read the actual story and they talking about it was a, an attack by ISIS. So that kind of threw off my entire like. Wait, it was an attack. It was an attack by ISIS. That well, that, well, that that's what I'm getting to. It kind of threw off my entire like you know trust in the source. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean. They they came up with some good points. It's like mm. the attorney that was shot in Midtown, you know, the dude only shot one person. Yes. And he shot at him three times and then ran away. Yes. With all these other people here in the middle of, you know, rush mm-hmm. hour, 9 a.m., 9.30 a.m. And, you know, she just happened to file uh-huh. the papers to, you know, investigate what was going on at I-85 Bridge. And 30 minutes later, this man just come out of nowhere just shooting one person. And killing one person. Yes. So I mean, I'm Who's a been bit. Killing, he's also his history is he's been like he attacks women only. Like he's had other other charges against him where he beat up women or whatever. You talking about the same guy? Right, right, the, right, yeah. right, right. And same then guy. yeah, same guy. Okay, and all throughout Midtown. So that's why people thought, oh, it just it's just a coincidence. But you're saying like it doesn't. Why just only target? It's, it's kind of weird, man. Yeah, just only I mean because the because this lady she knows she knew her stuff so well yep. that she had books about just construction and government building yeah. things and stuff and how the laws are supposed to be set up and how the things are you know all the way down to the little weight mm-hmm. so you know if the lady know this much and she start researching okay let me see what's going on what really went on because they feel like they're using him as a scapegoat one weird the, thing the is crackhead the crackhead yeah, yeah. The, the, the crackhead if you don't if you guys are didn't listen to last week's episode which you should um we talked about how the crackhead 
burned down. <laughs> Every time I say it, yeah, that, 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 that's that, that, his name, man. The it, crackhead, the crackhead, Brenda, apparently, he threw a chair into a cart that was on and he <laughs> lit it on fire, man. <laughs> and he lit it on fire, really. And then the cart somehow uh found its way in a bundle of uh, the Georgia, what the Department of Transportation left like a whole bunch of toxic waste things and it found its way there, blew it up, and it. It burned off like what, 100 feet, Jeremy. It, it burned off like 100 feet of the bridge. And we panic here in Atlanta because we don't know how to handle things. So that's what happened last week. And mm. then now, <laughs> why are y'all laughing about the crackhead? He did, y'all so, think about, y'all think about Dave Chappelle? Dave Chappelle? Just, just yeah. think about this. So you mean to tell me that <laughs> ISIS is recruiting crackheads? <laughs> so, so, so they hire oh. crackheads. No, but that's a, I think that's a, a rock smart a block. Yes. No, no. A rock for one block. <laughs> what, 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 the, what the article is saying is that ISIS did it, not the crackhead. The crackhead is just mm. a cover-up. Oh, yeah, yeah. They said he has the brain of a 14-year-old. So they said he, he, there's no way he could actually, like, even do this. And then when he did it. I wouldn't have even thought to do that. I'm 25 years old, man. Yes. Yeah, true. <laughs> but, he's, but he has a – look, they say he's 39 – what is he, 39 years old. Uh, but he has the mental fortitude of, like, a, a nine-year-old or something like that. And then right now he's been indicted on charges. What is it? Arson, felony charges, man. Um, and his attorney says that they're being unfair to him. They think like it's no just like this, the city's just. And then for them to say that it's, they're going to finish what the bridge in like two months from now or whatever, mm-hmm. um, they f- they feel like he's just like being a scapegoat. Um, What's his ethnicity? I, he, he's a black dude. As he's a black, he's an African American male. Uh, in Atlanta, in Atlanta, um, if you guys are listening, you don't understand how Atlanta is. You know, it, 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 we got some issues here still. People don't want to act like it, but it's the truth. Um, yeah, so the, the man here was admitted to it at the scene of the crime, apparently by two witnesses who just came up on him and, and ran to the cops. First of all, why why would the witnesses run to the cops? They, 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 weren't the other witnesses crackheads too? Yeah, they, they ran to the cops because they why said, would it, if you tell, we're going to give you some free crack. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way that anybody is going to, because I don't understand. <laughs> why would a crackhead go to the cops and say, yeah, I was going to smoke crack with him. Exactly. And, and then it was too late. Yes. I missed out. Like, you I don't get out that. Like, yeah, like you just—I don't—I'm not buying that. Like those were planted, man. Those are industry I'm plants. That's I'm what I'm gonna say. That Pepsi. That Pepsi. Oh, oh <laughs> man! Oh, the Pepsi deal. <laughs> First of all, uh, Pepsi, you're trash, and I, I hope you hear this. Um, I don't care. I don't want it. We're not looking for sponsorship from you. We don't ever will. Like it's just you're trash for that Kendall, whatever. What's her name? Jenner. Jenner. Yeah, the uh, Kardashian. Why is her name not Kendall Kardashian? I, don't I know. have no uh, idea. Well, you know, because because no Chris, uh, not Chris. Uh, what, what's his name? Uh, Scott. What's his name? Um, <laughs> what? Bruce Jenner. Caitlyn. They Jenner. They Caitlyn daughters. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, you Robert, know, yeah. They, they're not. Yeah, they're not uh, dream team. They're not dream team Kardashian. Oh, okay. And Roberts did. And Roberts. Yeah, yeah. He's the one who represented OJ. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. Dream team. Yeah. All right. So I didn't know. what I mean, the the thing I feel about that is I feel like. If we go on protest Pepsi, it's it's kind of like you need to kind of go all the way I in. I totally with it. agree. And if you go all the way in with it, then slick, you won't be able to wear nothing or drink anything or <laughs> eat anything because all these companies <laughs> got an agenda out on. It's so weird. It's just they just do it differently, but they, they all do the same. It's they, all the same if, concept. If you really. if you research well enough, you yeah. see ninety eight percent of these companies that's not all black companies. Got something against black folks. So it's like, if you want to boycott, before you boycott Pepsi and go all out on Pepsi, 
make sure you do your homework and met, and see who's like who's who they're messing with as far as lobbyists goes, who are yeah. the relations with when that goes, and what goes to Congress and who they're influencing and who's influencing them. Those are the things everybody needs to look up when it comes to these things because it's deeper you. than just. Yeah. And the thing about it is that these same companies that have something against black people, who are they marketing to in their commercials on TV and radio? Mm-hmm. McDonald's, I know. Wait, let me tell you something. McDonald's, oh. I'm, they trash because they are. <laughs> First no, of all, McDonald's no. is the most racist. McDonald's is everything they, they geared got, towards they black. Got, they it's got the just, worst commercial because it's like we got to cater to the urban audience. We got to. <laughs> nah, that's they try so hard, bro, yo, like, yeah, McDonald's is even worse than KFC. They got black folks <laughs> tap dancing, freestyling. <laughs> no, that's right. All the commercials they, they are like They talking about yeah, get a Big Mac. Yep. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, get a Big Mac. A Big Mac just. He's <laughs> saying Popeyes. A big, a big Mac just saws racial inequality. But yeah, and, Popeyes. And, and a Popeyes spoke lady Rice. stupid <laughs> for taking all that money and being the little Aunt Jemima when the person the that, 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 that created the Popeyes recipe is right and the CEO of Popeyes is white. The man that founded Popeyes is white. It's an old white man. So why we got this oh. young black lady talking yep. about, oh, go get some fried chicken down at Popeye's. Why we got that lady? <laughs> why is she stupid enough to take that job, man? Oh, so man. It's, it's all of our fault. We got to do better. Nah, the people I mean, that take the jobs at the McDonald's commercials, y'all got to do better. The pe- All y'all got to do better. Everybody's looking for a check. Like, yeah, I know. Support these black companies. But support black-owned companies, my people. Go out there and, and support black banks, man. Do what you got to do. But stay away from these from these. These uh, shucking and driving, those are the people I'm mad at. The ones shucking and driving for these McDonald's and all that. Just stop it. They Just be real. They have you on the news looking like you're a crackhead. Tell you, talking about you burn down a bridge. We're going, we're going, you and, didn't do it. And it leads back to this. And we're back to the crackhead uh, who nobody <laughs> is believing. Nobody's 39 year old. One bit of it. What is his name? Wait, let me see. What is his name again? Because his first name makes me laugh every single time. The, oh, the, the crackhead dude. What I think his last name's like Bigley. Uh, <laughs> Uh-oh. Which to me... Don't uh, get me started on where that could go. No, I'm just saying. Like, he, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't don't get try. me started on where that could go. What's his name? Huh? I'm about to look at his name. Because that boy look... He look like... Uh, what's his name? What's that? 50, what was the little dude look like? 50 Cent and... Um, oh, 50 Tyson. 50 Tyson. Man. <laughs> what's his name? Man. What's his name? Hold on. What's his name? Ba- his name is Basil. Wait. Ba- Basil? Elby? Come on. Basil? Bazino? Bazino? <laughs> Benzino. B A S I L L E L E B Y faces 25 years in prison and fifty thousand dollar fine in March 30th fire he convicted of Fulton County District Attorney. So blah, you blah, blah, mean blah, blah. to tell me? And his witnesses were Sophie blah 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 who said, "Yeah, go ahead, my bad." My bad. This man going to jail for 25 years. 25 years. And the man who stole Tom Brady jersey get two. Never mind. You still mad about Tom Brady? <laughs> that because we. That's because we. You know. Oh, by the way, they were showing the replay of the Falcons game yesterday on NFL TV. Yeah, that was a good game. Oh man, man, man! Jet Davis said that was a good game. That's a lot better than last year's Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. You almost went to sleep with the last one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, miss, I missed last year's Super Bowl. Wait, last? Oh, last year. I'm yeah, I, I was in the hospital, and then like, so they had me Wait, on meds. What? So I, I got back home like right before you know Trust kickoff, mm-hmm. and they said. This is a feature presentation by NFL. And I closed my eyes and then I opened my eyes and then they were shaking heads. Men feel I had no idea who won. So I was just like, well, I'll find out in the morning. And then Go next ahead. morning I saw on Sports saw, Center who won. Mm. Sports Center, uh, shout out to Sports Center for probably one thing is they probably didn't talk about how the Hawks have won two games against two elite teams. What about uh, Say Still? Are we going to revisit that <laughs> topic? Oh, replace with okay, Michelle so how, Beetle. How do we feel about Say Still being reduced to? 
Um, Sports Center on the road. Sp- yeah, Sports Center on the road. She's no longer on NBA Countdown it's with Jalen Rose. Yeah. Uh, how do you how do y'all feel about it? You think the BSO guy actually had some influence on this? Not at all. <laughs> I'm not so sure about that. I'm not so sure about that. But I do but I do like the fact that they, you know, that they replaced her with Michelle Beatles. I'm I'm a fan of Michelle yeah, Beatles. Yeah, she's she cool. She's cool. She's cool. It's unfortunate that a black woman in media loses a job. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really hard for black women to make it in. So it's, I don't it's think not, Sage is a black woman. No, that's why that's why Sage was in. Oh, I said it. Sage, I, Sage I, okay. that Fox for News the record, money. Rashad Milligan has it, I, he hasn't said anything on this topic yet. He's, he's going to though. So I'm just going wait to. For I'm it. going to. No, but I think she. I think we talked about. it. I think she distanced herself in a way that she wanted no part of uh, the black community and how we feel about how we feel about what was going on in the country. And I think when you do that, you kind of isolate yourself. And then when this happens, ain't nobody. I, I didn't feel not one not, not one tear fell down my face. I didn't care. If it would happen to Kerry Champion or or even especially Jamel Hill, I would have felt definitely more inclined to be like, hold up now. But yeah. not Sage, man. Not how the way she's acted over the last couple well, shit, it's been years. But the last definitely the last couple months, I just I didn't feel anything. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I shouldn't feel that way, but it she lost her job. Moving on. My, Maybe Fox my News is sports correspondent. I think it'll be interesting to see how um Michelle Beadle, because Michelle Beadle, like She's outspoken on on feminist issues. So is is she going to say something that's going to be like, oh, snap? Or is like feminism kind of like a kind of like a safe, a safe place. Yeah, yeah, safe safe place. place. I mean, there are new rules and stuff about how they're covering. How they're covering. Yeah. I'm just curious to see like how that goes about now. Oh, yeah. You sent that. Yeah. Yeah. So what is that? Just about you're not you have to stay within some lines here. Political. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, you know, some people, you know, stick to sports. You yeah. Know, rather than, like, putting your opinion in and stuff, you know, just like, dang, am I watching Fox News? <laughs> <laughs> I think... Oh, watching... Uh, I think all the trollers won. I think all the people who was in the comments at ESPN saying that stick to sports, I think they won. They probably... Because, like they said, they're losing subscribers, so I get it. You want to stay within your realm, but I don't know. I never really mind it, but they go the political way. It just didn't... Yeah. It didn't matter. But I personally don't care that Say still doesn't... Have a job? Do what she does or not. Where I get uncomfortable is where uh, these outlets can fire you because you have an opinion. Mm-hmm. That's That kind of makes me uncomfortable because then we're getting to the point where the employer is starting to control the employee to the point where you can't have a voice. That's too much. That's too close to where the NFL is right now. Which I also really hate. Yeah, yeah. And I don't I, I don't want America to start moving in that direction that if you don't agree with your employer that they can just get rid of you and get someone else that'll be a puppet. Yeah. I don't want an America like that. I mean, but we're all at jobs where we work with people who don't share the same opinion. Right. Yeah. And we all still at the end of the day work together, which is a fair point. It, yeah. it shouldn't it shouldn't always come into play. Yeah. It's just because I, know, I mean she's obviously a public figure, uh, and I get it that they their audience, I think ESPN is obviously good. At, they appear more liberal than Fox, um, and that kind of seems like I don't know. It seems like that, that's like the comparison here, but I don't know. I mean, I, I can feel you on that. Like you don't want to dictate that because everybody's going to be afraid of. You feel like people are pretty much puppets. Like all the people who are talking there, that they're just mm-hmm. saying catering to this. What is it? Left, the left wing, or whatever, or whatever they're catering to. Yeah. The more liberal mindset, which is not fair. You just want it to be equal. I can understand that. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. that's that's the biggest knock on media. People, that's why people have a hard time trusting what media says because mm-hmm. they figure that there's somebody calling the shots above them anyway. So why even sit around and listen to them? Yeah. yeah. So this this kind of moves just you know reinforcing that and kind of making it hard for people who want to be able to voice their opinion while also doing a very good job. Now, say still 
I personally don't agree with what she's been saying, but I'm not gonna tell her she don't she don't have the right to her opinion. So, yeah, yeah. and she should not be fired for her opinion. I mean, this, but, but here's the thing: did she get fired opinion, for her opinion, care. or did she get fired for not being good at what she was doing? Because I mean, I feel I've she, was, both she that, was decent at her. She job. was decent. Yeah, that's the thing about. It. I uh, think Michelle's better. <clears throat> she's a little bit more natural. You right. got, go ahead. Yeah. I, yeah. But uh, ESPN has speculated budget cuts. These are the facts. Okay. Speculated budget cuts up to 250 million. Um, ESPN said that's not true. But I mean, you feel like this is part of they, that. They, they kind of mm-hmm. didn't deny it. And then the last time they had budget cuts was in 2015. They had to cut 100 million, and they got rid of Overman and um, Bill Simmons. So it's like you know they they're gonna have to get rid of some kind of big name people or reduce their roles. I mean, so yeah. so so when they're looking at who they can cut out of big names, of course they're gonna go to one of the more controversial people, say still, and yeah. cut her role down so they could save some money. Or you think she was a, yeah, or more colored. <laughs> I mean, it's just—it's crazy that you know ESPN pay all this money for for like Monday Night Football. And I, w- I wouldn't—I wouldn't say I wouldn't—I honestly wouldn't say that it's a color thing, because they—they they, they fired Kurt Schilling last year for saying some wild Republican God, stuff. He was, yeah, he so, was, yeah. So, I mean, it, Kurt was saying a lot of crazy, and he was—he he was, was posting a lot of memes that are just false, but yeah, just crazy facts. But go ahead, yeah. So, so I wouldn't say it's a race. I mean, I'm mean, yeah. saying like you know, it's just. It's not that many of them dare, and it's yeah. just like, you know, somebody's liable to get, you know, it's not like, it's somebody's liable to lose their job. I mean, well, I, and I think some people are trying to, too, I don't know if it, whoever point is to, but there's people who complain, and I feel like they're complaining, and it, it may be hidden, their message, but they might feel like ESPN is becoming too black. Um, and I think that also, I don't know if that's going to play into how ESPN moves from here on out, but. Because with the six, you know, the six, whatever, the undefeated, we always talk about, and things of like that. ESPN is just, I think they're, and I think who said it? Uh, who's she's always on? She's always on ESPN. She does a live commentary. Um, uh, Boris, is it? Oh, I'm not getting her name wrong. Doris, Doris Burke. Doris Burke. I'm tripping. Doris Burke. Like she says, like ESPN is like the most accepting out of all the like media ones that she's worked at. Uh, not worked at, but just seen. She's like they're the most like they give minorities and and women a chance and a, like a platform more than any other one. So I got to give ESPN that credit. At the end of the day, we got to still give them for like their CBS open. Sports has a morning show with like Lisa Leslie and three other women at the desk. It's nice. kind of like a kind of debate type show. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah I saw I saw I that last that. summer and I was like, oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then and then I turned to him. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I mean. So I mean, you still didn't I mean, listen. You didn't like, like, like they gave him a, you know what I'm saying? Like, they have a show out there. You did, you were, I just don't watch it. <laughs> they got a show. It's just. Which like, I was like, yeah, it was nice. Damn, I turned good. the channel. It's good that they got a show at least. Yeah. <laughs> and then I turned the first tape. Yeah. What? Wow. Are we still is anybody still watching first? Time? No, I, I, I personally yeah. like what? Colin Coward show better than any other. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Colin's, uh, Colin's, Colin's good. Yeah, I love Colin, but yeah, it was just. But that Stephen H is still like you know same yeah. person. He's threatening, still threatening players. <laughs> I would not know. <laughs> it's like you know you, he's threatening you, man. He I would not know Stephen first he take. The hands. I would not know first take from cold pizza. I would not know first take. From PTI, I would not know first take from the old IMAX show on Fox Sports. I would not know first take from any of those shows. I wouldn't. I, I, I'm not. A, I'm not a first take. Well, I think guy. PTI doesn't get as much like praise as it should. Or it does, but it's like they acted like they weren't there before first take and all that. Like yeah. they, those two have been killing it for years, and it's like people just like jumped over there and went to skip. Cause skip says what he says. But PTI to me was always the best like debate show on ESPN. They were the original. They were original, yeah. yeah and it was more, it's, and it seemed genuine. I don't think they were forcing right. it. Like these other ones, I think David said it the other day. Like a lot of these things are just like they're 
told yeah, to. They yeah, they're like told to act a certain Cowboys. way. Cowboys, 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 Giants, Giants, Knicks. yeah, exactly. Lakers, LeBron. Yeah, they could, Lakers, LeBron, Cowboys, Giants. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, he goes like, LeBron, la, la, la. No. LeBron, la, la. LeBron, la, LeBron. LeBron, LeBron. Tony Romo. Tony Romo. Tony Romo. Yeah, you got this. Magic Johnson. Tim Tebow. All he does is win. All he does is win. Yes. Hey, you got to have some hot takes, too. Yeah. LeBron James will never win two NBA championships. Boom. Okay. <laughs> now, yeah. LeBron James will never pass Michael Jordan. That's every single week. And then when LeBron James tired, week. LeBron James is the best player we've ever seen. Oh, and you you didn't say that when you, you didn't say that. Last, yeah, exactly. It's only a matter of time before they start Steph Curry versus versus Durant. They're yeah. be like, oh, yeah. like, already it's coming. It. It's yeah. already coming. Right. Already but like how long are those guys actually going to play together? That's going to be a storyline too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't see KD being there long. I mean, going to be. I feel like he'll just win a championship and go back to OKC or go somewhere else or go to Washington. He's definitely not going back to OKC. Back he to can OKC. never go back to OKC. No. You, you can't never come back to OKC. Westbrook would be like, no. Nah. That's what Westbrook no. said. I feel like, dude, if the Thunder had a chance to build a team around Durant, they would kick Westbrook out. Or Westbrook would just leave himself. He can leave in two years. So Yeah, Westbrook getting big starts Durant. You think Westbrook ever going to talk to KD again? Nope. They do talk, probably. This is all, They did this talk all, a little bit at the All-Star game. No, nah, nah, Russell Westbrook don't get down like that. He ain't no fake. <laughs> he seems like a real dude. dude. He a real dude. He say he don't do he said he's he really not do doing it. I mean, just playing characters. I mean, I just say. No, like, he ain't playing no character. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Russ been like this since high school. I remember seeing clips of him Man. acting like this. Nah, so. he didn't seem real, though. I don't think he faking anything. If he, if he ain't with it. What did KD say the other day? He asked him how his family. He wanted to ask him, how's your family doing? And then he said, never mind, because he was just like. He was finna get beat up. <laughs> <laughs> he thought twice about well, it. Westbrook was about to hit him on that uh, red. Red at uh, 12 p.m. Of 12.05 p.m. And then he was just going to have to, you know, deal with it, bro. He probably don't have him saved in his phone. Or he saved as, uh, with the X emojis, do not answer. Oh. I mean, I just, oh. I just think it's just, uh, I just think, you know, <laughs> oh, media, media makes it bigger than what it is. I think it's just like, oh, you left the team, okay. You know, just because like the Nah, this was friendship. These guys were friends. These guys were, like, Every chance he got, Russell Westbrook stood up for KD and the opposite. So these guys' relationship were real. They were this close to winning the championship last year. And this guy not only leaved, but he left and went and joined the team to beat them. That would be like breaking up with your ex-girlfriend. No, your girlfriend. And then dating her sister. And then expecting, <laughs> and then expecting her just to be okay that you did it. Ooh. They, they went to dinner a couple of nights before and said, yeah, bro, I'm coming back to OKC. Then he announced he left. On Players Tribune, then takes it to man. My bad, bro. I'm leaving. Yeah, go. That's like that's like you know getting married to having a wedding date set, going to the wedding, walking down the aisle, and then be like, hold on, we need to wait a minute. Let me think about something. And then come back the next day and it hit them. Folks. And it be the sister that's at the aisle getting the ring <laughs> instead of the one who was actually you were marrying yeah. the first. So that's that's exactly what KD did to Russell Westbrook. I mean, mm. They'll get over it. They ain't hit each other. <laughs> <They'll be high. laughs> Look, they won't. Uh, <laughs> This a wrap on on this episode of A League, man. Let's go around do it. We, we, yo, Jeremy, <laughs> uh, your boy NBA is a Twitter. Um, check out Hawks Hoop, uh, and and yeah, those things. <clears throat> RashadMilligan.com. I just want to wish a happy birthday to Olivia Harlan. Okay, wow, all right, wow. Uh, 
Wow, that's Olivia it. Harlan. Yeah, that's it. You're not gonna you're not gonna do everybody else's. Oh yeah, yeah. No, like last week. <laughs> this is Jeremy Johnson or uh, Clark underscore underscore uh, can't underscore. I never I never know how to say it. <laughs> Clark, <laughs> Rashad always messes you up. Clark underscore can't underscore seventy five on Twitter. Get your Superman on. Yeah, this is David Twitter's D Norwood ninety. Akeem Celtics. <laughs> Akeem Balaam Twitter Grand Beyond the W dot com um, Check It Out Peace